Hi, I'm Jane. And I'm Hugh. And you are listening to That'll Teach You. Hello, Hugh. <laughs> Hi, Jane. How are you? Oh, we need to not be pressing the table. That's a good point. Yeah, so we try not to touch or the table that much. what did you do last time we were here? At the very <laughs> end, she was like... <laughs> no, I wasn't. So, someone, Hugh was speaking. Hugh was speaking and I just went... Ambient noises. And he was just like... It is a good point. This table isn't good for us. Yeah, yeah. so we'll try not to. Fresh okay. Hands to ourselves. Hello, Hugh. Do you need to go again? You were speaking over Madeline. No, this is the difficulty with three people. We're going to have okay. to do this a bit. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Hello, Madeline. Hi, Hi Jane. <laughs> Madeline, it is so nice to see you. Thank you so much. It's very nice to be here. Yeah, I'm it's like you're also sitting in the middle of us. And I just, I'm really hopeful that you and I will argue a little bit less with like, I feel like it's like our manies between us. I feel like it's going to be like watching a tennis match, just like looking from one side mm. to the other. I wonder who's going to win. Oh no. <laughs> I suppose, hello, Hugh. Oh, hi. <laughs> Listeners might have thought, he's been replaced. It's finally <laughs> happened. No. Shane's had enough. That would be great. <laughs> now, go on. Drama-wise or just you'd actually prefer it? Madeline, did you... <laughs> Madeline... Did your car get broken into any time recently? My car did get broken into recently. It was very traumatic. I had my window smashed and nothing except a few coins and a small children's purse taken, but that was great fun describing it you to the You had just stolen that the night before then. Uh, from a from a student, yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My fiance was so good. He took the car when I was at school, got the window fixed, went and brought it to get all the glass hoovered up and even put like the little new car fragrance in so I wouldn't feel as icky sitting in my car. So it feels a lot better now. Mm, I kind of think he did it now. Mm. Oh, he just felt guilty. Just felt guilty. An inside job. No. (laughs) He's so happy. You you just looked me directly in the eye. I've cracked the case. Oh no. Speaking of your partner, Madeline, yes. how did you and your partner meet? Oh, well, do you know, it's it's kind of a two-part story because we, we initially met Prism. years ago. Robbing <laughs> <laughs> carrots. And children's oh, purses. No. <laughs> Madeline, you're so welcome to the <laughs> This is what it's like. But go on, sorry. Tell, tell us I'm how you, you and No, we, we initially met years ago in a gospel choir. I was only in it for a, approximately three months. I was a member of the choir in the soprano section. And then Kieran was the guitarist with them for a really, really long time. And we were both in the same choir for a few months and never said a word to each other. And then years later, we reconnected on Tinder. And um, a few days into talking, I said, sorry, do I know you from somewhere? And he said, yeah, we were in a choir together and we're friends on Facebook That's do you not remember and I was mortified but it was all fine because now we're engaged Aww. and it's all lovely and his gospel choir are going to be on um, a Chi Cahar choir competition actually so oh, it's on, plug, it, plug it plug it plug it plug it plug it plug it uh, so tune into Curfaw on Sunday nights on Chi Cahar please and support the OLV gospel choir thank you and speaking of music bringing people together yes like Madeline that's a very nice segue to us about music <laughs> Music and music in the classroom. I like I like that little link. That was that was nice. Mm, that was mm. I, I didn't line that up at all. <laughs> so you sing? Yes. What else? I play a few instruments, but none of them particularly well. Lies. Uh, lies, <laughs> lies. I don't I'm okay. Just 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 putting it out there. I'm not a musician, and even I know that's a big old fat lie. 
no but i have i have the guitar and the ukulele in the classroom and mm-hmm. that's that's what i'd use most often for for things in school and then i have enough piano knowledge to like plunk out a few chords if needed the one time that i had I... to sub in for you for assembly was absolutely horrific playing the morning hymn it was Madeline, harrowing hold on, hold on. <laughs> i was there i was there plunking is not the word you would use it was a harrowing experience ah listen yeah and because i started off because I don't play every day, and but there was a period where I was filling in for the mm. person. And, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely... Mm. Because those kids, they've learned if I was a butterfly. They're powering on through, you know? They, they're not following right. you. No. They're following no, themselves. So mm. I will say, though... Mm-hmm. I, well, I suppose it's because of the classroom you're now in. We tend to arrive at assembly at the same point, both timing-wise and space-wise. Yes. Oh, we've spoken about it. We, I say we speak about it bi-weekly. Like, honestly, if not more. Like, we always say it. Is that twice a week or once every two weeks? Oh, it's twice a week. It's like biannual and biennial. I'm never sure. Oh, cool. is bi-weekly which? is twice a week. Come okay. on, Hugh. Come on, Hugh. Okay. You're the grammar. Oh, no, no. You know exactly what you were going to say. Fascist. Yeah. Yes. No, let me fix it. Okay. Come on, you, you're the grammar nerd. <laughs> Another word beginning with A. <laughs> ah, you ruined it. So, Madeline, Hugh's already asked what instruments you played. I don't really think that you've actually answered it, but... <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything, right? One of the questions I have mm-hmm. is how much of your general school day is filled with music? Because we had Shona Kelly on before, mm-hmm. who is a wonderful artist, and she said that she literally brings art into every single lesson. So... Do you bring music into every single lesson? And if not, get off my phone. No pressure. Well, I mean, in the sense that there's always, I mean, usually if you walk into my classroom, there's going to be background music. Mm. Um, because I, I don't know, I'm a big believer in it. Just helping to make a nice little atmosphere. It helps get the children into flow state. They've said themselves that it, it mm. kind of helps them. Like they're getting on with their maths and they're kind of just swaying in their seat a little bit while they're doing work and they're it's enjoying nice. it. And no, it, it's nice. And, and first thing in the morning as well, I think it's nice to come into a space that's not just silent, that there is just that little bit of atmosphere going on. So there's always kind of some degree of music in the background in the classroom. And then I do try and bring it into certain subjects wherever I can. Do you know, we have a few in Irish for little grammar points. We have our little question word song that we do. And do you know, I try and make space to to do a music lesson just for its own sake as well. Admittedly, it can be hard to fit in, especially when, say, core subjects are sort of vying for your attention and things like that. But, um, you know, it's it's so valuable to make time for it because the children really enjoy it. It's such a, a lovely opportunity for them to be a bit more kind of relaxed within the classroom space and really enjoy expressing themselves in, in a different way that they, they don't always necessarily get the chance to with other subjects. So it's it's so worthwhile to do for its own sake mm. as well as incorporate it into other lessons too. So like both are valuable in their own way. Yeah, yeah like any other subject, it's all about integrating. I mean, yeah. we, we talked about this before, like I don't teach SPHE lessons really. Every now and then you do, but basically every lesson is an SPHE yeah. lesson, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's involved in everything, and then maybe a little bit more so in an, in a, in an English crossover, or a history crossover, or geography. But, but I think the key is probably not to think, oh my goodness, I have to teach them music for mm. the next half hour, but rather to say, well, do you know what, I'm going to use a bit of maths to help me teach my music, I'm going to use a bit of music to help me teach my maths and ge- geography and Irish and whatever else. Jane, I mean, it's funny because the only other thing I would say 
which I think I really should change as I never play any background music, except maybe if they're doing art in the classroom. Mm. I'm sure I should be playing it all the time. Oh, I always have background music on. Yeah, Yeah, I think I might change that. Yeah. Mm. All right, tomorrow I'll go into school. Background music, full time. Love it. Nirvana, all day long. <laughs> They'd love that. They would love that. They love that. But I think so many people do that without even realizing incorporating it into the classroom. Because, you know, how many teachers do you know that would say, I don't know, put on the countdown theme mm-hmm. to give students a two minute transition to get themselves ready to go? It's it's kind of that, that sort of background music and not using it as a lesson, but as a tool yeah. in the classroom. Mm-hmm. It's it's done so often and it might not even really register as using music in the classroom. It's just, it's just done as a classroom tool. That's true. Mm-hmm. How do you use it, Jane? A, a few times a day, anyway, there is background music um, on in my classroom. One thing that I've started doing recently, and they always look at me as if I'm insane. When I'm kind of like giving out to them, I'll start singing when I'm giving out, maybe to like lighten the blow a little bit. So <laughs> I'm trying to think now, what, 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 might I, what might I be giving out to them about? I'm like, oh, I just can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> like, you know? they start listening to me because they're like what is Miss Costigan doing like what is happening right now and because I, I don't know anyway so that's one of the things I've started doing unintentionally and it's getting a reaction <laughs> I don't know what the reaction is yet <laughs> but it is getting a reaction um, and then yeah I suppose during art there's you know it, it depends on what's going on I'll often have an upbeat playlist mm. um, and then we sing along to it see I'm not I play, I play the ukulele. I'd never really play the ukulele in front of people. Mm-hmm. So I haven't brought it into the classroom yet. And I possibly might never. Yeah, I suppose, other than, you know, the standalone music lessons, which tend to be very much so beat-focused and, like, body-percussion-focused. But I love that. And it's oh, also really good for them as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I'm afraid that's all I can bring to my classroom in relation to music. I can bring a lot of other things. I'm well aware that I can bring a lot of other things, but music is not my... Uh... But, but, again, but, but if I said that about art, you see, you'd, yeah. you'd castigate me for oh, that. Oh, I would, yeah. yeah. And ultimately, again, in the same way the kids are the artists, the kids are the musicians, you know? Yeah. You've mm-hmm. got to get them to... Mm-hmm. It's easier said than done. But I have as well maths. There, there are loads of maths videos on YouTube that you can do like maths facts through song. Mm. Big fan of those. Oh, fantastic! Big fan of, and especially there's a lot of um, times table songs. You know yeah. them, like yeah, cheerleader or yeah. um, like they're all these kind of like really fun pop songs. They know mm. the beat too. So I've done a lot of those with the classes. And actually, we do, we do a lot of singing in the classroom. Actually, I got really annoyed with my class during the week. And now, now I say annoyed, I, I think Hugh's probably going to roll his eyes. My version of annoyed was they just weren't, like I was waiting for them for ages. I, t- like I was about to start reading a book to them. Like it's not even that we're going to do some, you know, really intense work. There was a conversation happening in loads of different corners and they'd stop and then there was another conversation. So I was just, you know, classic like arms folded, sitting, sitting in the seat, just being like the energy of you're, you're only wasting your time, <laughs> but they're obviously wasting my time. And eventually then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. So I got up really slowly and I just walked out of the classroom and I like basically like slammed the door <laughs> behind me and then I walked down away from the school. Now, very cute. A few of them did follow me and like dragged me back and it was, it was, it was lovely. Anyways, when I came back, they were all like, oh, I'm disgusting. Like, you know, I'm sorry. Like all this. And I was like, girls, one of these days I'm not going to come back. Like I'm actually going to leave, you know? And then they said, actually, speaking of leaving, can you just leave for just like two minutes and in my head I was like okay someone has said let's make her a card let's make her like a really quick card right so I was like and then I thought about it and I was like 
you know what, I'm going to go speak to an adult for two minutes. <laughs> like, my, my class will be fine. So I just left and I spoke to um, another member of staff for a few minutes. When I came back, I opened the door. They were all standing up out of their seats and sang Taylor Swift's You Belong With Me. Is that what it's called? Yeah. You Belong With Me? Mm. You Belong With Me. But they changed the lyrics. Oh. So I'm going to put the lyrics up on Instagram. Please do. But basically the, the song was like, we belong with you. Oh! And, and it started like, she wears teacher clothes. Uh, I can't remember the rest of it. <laughs> that's that's but a very it was, cute concept. But it was actually, it was so cute. And they changed all the lyrics. And to be fair, we're actually doing poetry as well at the same time. It was very, it was. Very that's cute. very so sweet. So I do have a video, can put it up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But maybe I will record it. Or maybe I'll play, maybe I'll figure it out if I can yeah. put it up on Instagram. Just speaking of that, actually, on the topic of Taylor Swift and poetry, I've seen people posting on like teacher Instagrams and things like that using Taylor Swift songs to dissect the lyrics as if you're dissecting a poem and using that oh. to work on kind of skills of looking at poetry. Maybe I do actually more music in my classroom <laughs> than I thought because I do that all the time. Like, yeah. I find lyrics that are really interesting and I and I, and I use them as a poem mm-hmm. and then we'll actually learn the songs. So we recently did, um, have you ever heard, of, you know um, Alicia Keys' Underdog? <gasps> I saw some of your girls working on that in the after school study. It was, it was fabulous. But anyways, if, yeah, finding lyrics that have a interesting message mm. I think and then mm. they wrote their own poetry then based Aww. on Alicia Keys lyrics that's very sweet so yeah, maybe I do more music in my classroom than I thought yeah there you go it's embedded into the day mm. and you don't even realise it mm. why do you use music though you've told us that you do why do you use music all the time aside from the fact that you're good at it and therefore can incorporate it which to be honest is enough of a reason in itself because as I always say play to your strengths you know but why do you mm-hmm. use music why else why is it good for them Oh, there's so many reasons. Well, music is really, it's actually really good for mental health. And, you know, so many students today are so, like, busy after school with so much going on. After school, they have things happening. At the weekends, they have things happening. They're landing into school exhausted. There's a lot to be said for incorporating lots of different ways to mind their minds Mm. throughout the day. And singing actually is really helpful for reducing stress levels so it helps lower the levels of cortisol in the body. I'm, I'm speaking like I'm an expert I'm really not I'm just she, she's an expert she's an expert just a very anxious human who's looked into this kind of thing but it lowers cortisol levels in the body cortisol is the stress hormone it's also really helpful for helping to soothe the vagus nerve so that's the longest I think cranial nerve in the body and um, it deals with kind of stress and getting your body out of fight or flight mode into the they call it the rest and digest state just oh, the rest state. That sounds and ideal. Uh, yeah. That's one of my two favorite things. Rest and digest. That is it. But actually, it it runs kind of down along the neck and the vocal cords. Kind of basically are in the same sort of zone. So they actually do kind of stimulate and, and soothe the vagus nerves. So it's it's just as helpful as say breathing exercises or kind of pressure point work or something like that. As our expert, like our, our medical expert. Why is it called the Vegas nerve? V-A-G-U-S, I could tell you. Oh, V-A-G-U-S. Yeah, U-S, yeah. Oh. Not Las Vegas. Oh, what Very happens in the Vegas nerve? Very <laughs> stays in the Vegas. Okay, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> and so you, you, you've touched on singing. So how often, I know we, we've spoken a bit about music, but how often is there singing in your classroom? Probably not as often as there should be, sadly, because, I mean, at the moment we're in the throes of kind of Christmas play stuff. And every school around the country is really. So all of the singing going on pretty much across the whole school is very functional at the moment. And it's like Mm. getting your song for your nativity play learned, this and that and the other. So, you know, I'm not making as much time for it as I should be maybe outside of that. But up as far as this point in the year, like, 
I don't know, say every couple of weeks we'd have a new song. And I always try to do older songs that they wouldn't necessarily have been exposed to as much. Otherwise, we've done Oh Bloody by the Beatles. We did Put a Little Love in Your Heart, the Annie Lennox one. Um, Superstition by Stevie Wonder. They loved Amazing. Stevie Wonder. They were big fans of Stevie Wonder. I'd love to make more time for singing in the classroom. I really would. But as often as I can, really. I don't. Last year, I was in a much younger class. And I'm up at the senior end of the school now. And it's a lot easier in the younger classes to incorporate it a lot more into the day. Because it's so, um, it's such a, a kind of a real methodology that it sort of speaks to younger children more. But actually, the you know, it's it's just as valuable in the older classes too. Yeah, and there there can be. I remember when I went in on placement to sixth class one time, and the first or second day I was teaching, I started doing a song with them, and so I sang the first line to them, mm-hmm. and there was a fair bit of attitude in that sixth class. But one of them was just like please say someone's recording this, you know? <laughs> and it's like, you do sometimes have to get, with certain classes, you have to get past mm. that awkwardness there. But by and large, most of the time, you know, mm-hmm. they're still in primary school. They're happy to go into it, you know? That's and it's about finding a song that they like. And mm. like I say, if you now find, oh, they like Stevie Wonder and maybe they've learned a bit about him and they can go out and dig other songs and maybe, again, use them as poetry as well. Lots of his songs mm. you could look into as poetry. I think it's, it's just finding that way in, which is... Which is true for anything, mm. you know, which is true for any subject. And I think it's always nice to have a song on the go so that they're yeah. learning one mm. song. And even, again, in terms of integration, the class I currently have, I taught three years ago. Mm. And we did a couple of songs. We, we translated You've Got a Friend and Me into Irish. Cute. Roughly. All my translations are pretty rough. Tokara uh, Agot in them. We also did for, for Christmas, we did Shaken Stevens in Irish. Oh, lovely. Snow is falling. Eckers Nachter, Immawalia. That's very cute. You know? That's and very like, cute. But they still remember it now, three mm. years on, you know? Aww. So in, in one go, you're engaging them with Irish and in music, which can be two topics that are quite mm. tough to get them into, you know? So those mm. combinations, I think, work really well. When I taught third class in a previous school, it was the height of... And Canto Mania, and we mm. did. We don't talk about Bruno in Irish, not Aretha Free Bruno, which got a bit bananas when you had the two parts sort of interweaving with each other. But they loved it, yeah. and there was a surprising amount of useful weather vocabulary in that song, actually. But it was great. It's such a great way to sort of boost interest in Irish and and really get them enthousi- enthusiastic about it. Mm, absolutely. And mm. last year, now again, I think this come, you know, when you have the senior classes, a lot of them can teach each other, which mm. was great because yep. when you think about this, like I, there was no way I was going to do this, but I was going to say I taught the girls, definitely did not. YouTube and the other girls taught each other how to do the cup song Asquella. Yeah. <gasps> which mm-hmm. was fantastic. And I actually have a video, I must dig it out somewhere, but it was absolutely lovely. And you know, YouTube is a great resource for people who might not feel as confident mm. teaching. Oh, there's music. so much stuff up there. Yeah. I mean, there was a body percussion piece I used to teach. Oh, what's it called? I think if you search Alpha 4, maybe, or something Ooh. like that. And it's literally like it's got a, a sort of avatar like. Okay. anonymous person on the screen and it just highlights like right hand left hand oh, okay. right knee left knee right foot left foot. and it just mm-hmm. but it, it does it itself you don't have yeah. to do anything you know you can just follow along and if you're not too comfortable with it and they can just and they're so used to it as well they love their just oh, yeah. van just dances so like, <laughs> just vance <laughs> they're so used to learning their shows mm. they're oh we were laughing because I'm going to be even like one. I also said, they're so used to it. Sean Connery has joined the podcast. You're very welcome talking about music in the classroom. Uh, it's from, I'm from Manchester. <laughs> oh, no! 
Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Okay, you stop. But they're so used to dancing along and singing along to stuff on YouTube that mm. it's it's very easy way in, all right. Yeah, there's so much out there. Like I think people feel the need to go out and reinvent the wheel when they're trying to implement more music or something like that in the classroom. But there's there's so many resources out there to be used, which is really and useful. teach them stuff that. They you talk about teaching them older stuff. They'll mm. like it, you know, mm. because the odds are it's probably good music. I'm not saying it's better than modern music, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it's it's probably good music if it stood the test of time. Mm. And if you're looking at Stevie Wonder or the Beatles, mm -hmm. you know, or so, something like that, or David Bowie, like we did a whole assembly on Space oh. last year, mm -hmm. and we sang a few Bowie songs for it, you know, and they loved it, yeah. you know. And also, do you know, here's something I've never done, but I'm amazed I haven't done it. There's a there's a comedy music group called Axes of Awesome oh, yeah. and years yeah. ago so I'm sure most people have seen it it's probably 10-15 years ago now they did their four chords yeah. song, Super song. Yeah. and I mean anyone who plays any music and even if you don't you very quickly once you are aware of the four chord idea you very quickly realise that so many songs way more songs than they list but it's true for lots of songs that the kids are mm. so we could try and come up with our own four chord one of ones thing i mean taylor yeah. swift has plenty of four mm. chord songs you know and so Lewis many... capaldi lots mm. of four chord songs loads of them yeah and then so many children are learning instruments outside of school yeah. and that'll help them feel really empowered when they realize once they have a, a progression of four chords under their fingers they have so many songs that they can play yeah, exactly. or or um ukulele players who aren't very confident in their musical skills once they have the four chords it's fine but you listen, have so many songs there but listen this is how a lot of people make their money out of this there's a story that i remember hearing paul mccartney interviewed one time now obviously paul mccartney is a phenomenal musical genius but he was asked one time he said uh, he said is it true that when you were about 16 you and john got a bus across liverpool to learn how to play the chord of b on the guitar and he said yeah we, there was a fella we didn't know how to play b and we got on the bus i went over and he taught us how to play b and then the interviewer was like and did you use it much he said every song every song was just e a b then for years and i was like do you know what EAB will get you a long way. Here you go. Yeah. It's an excellent impression. <laughs> Poor Madeline. So we're all on the same microphone and we've we've all warned each other not to like try not to talk over each other that much. Poor Madeline was laughing so much that but so quietly. I should say <laughs> my best. I never have a problem with people laughing when I'm being funny though. So please feel okay. free to laugh as much did as possible. Did you notice neither of us laugh there? Yeah, I did, yeah. 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 I'll edit that out. I'll edit in some laughter. <laughs> But it can't after. <laughs> yeah, studio oh, audience. We'll know though. Matt and I will know. You'll just we'll have to live laugh. with the shame. Maybe, maybe. And Madeline, I suppose, and this is <laughs> this is for me really, okay? <laughs> and for other listeners of the podcast. If there are any people listening at the moment who still even hearing all of these wonderful ways that you can bring music into the classroom, if they're still like, oh God, the thought of it is just so dreadful. Is there any pieces of advice that you'd give those people slash me? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like with any subjects that you might not feel 100% comfortable with. Like you, you just have to fake it till you make it. And when you're approaching doing that in the classroom, you have to kind of attack it with confidence and not basically don't let them see the fear in your eyes basically um but like Hugh that story that you were telling about teaching that song with the, the sixth class and the that kind of you know the initial awkwardness mm. sometimes don't don't let it be awkward just yeah attack it hit it and that sounds very aggressive but um no, tell, just, tell us yeah. all the ways you can die <laughs> <and> be. <laughs> but no just go in with kind of as much 
fake confidence as you can essentially and you'll get more comfortable with it over time and and just remembering that there are so many resources out there that you're not having to start from scratch and and invent this whole music curriculum to implement in your classroom by yourself there's there's so many tools out there and utilize them there's brilliant programs that are kind of available online loads of videos loads of stuff like that it's there's so much there to help you and you're not you're not on your own and like utilize colleagues as well who yeah go and ask people for music lessons in the same way as you would for other ones Mm. you know so like go and ask people for anything and and the thing i'd say is as well yeah just just like be prepared to have fun with it and find a lesson Mm. and then teach it to every class you ever teach you know and we all do that like Mm. i every time i've ever taught a class and again it's one that lots of people will know but it's it's incredibly useful for all sorts of things. It's first you make your fingers click. Do you know this one? I don't. Oh, it's great. Oh. I think I might have done some with your class last year when oh, I was awesome. doing those songs with them. But basically it's first you make your fingers click, then you stamp your feet, both hands slap your legs and clap on the beat. Right? But then you start, you get rid of the words when you mm. have the action. So it's first you make your fingers, then you your feet, oh, okay. both hands, your legs and on the beat mm-hmm. and of course some of them are easier than others like mm-hmm. the clap comes in earlier than they expect now then if they get really good at it mm-hmm. you then start doing first oh or something like that nice. i definitely wasn't properly in time there but it's that sort of thing so there's so much mm-hmm. brain work going on mm-hmm. there you know and then they can teach it to younger classes or you, you can do it with younger classes, but just mm-hmm. not complicate it too much. Yeah. And then you always have to, I can't click my fingers. I can click my fingers. I can click, but my dad can click. And obviously then, yeah, yeah, it goes on forever. But like, that's one that I have used everywhere. And it's a great one. But those little songs, those ones to have in the back pocket, mm. they are brilliant as transitions. If you're keeping an eye on another class for a little while. That's exactly then, where yeah, I've done it. Absolutely. I've been asked, oh, can you go up and look after them for 10 minutes? I was like, right, it'll be first to make your fingers click yep, for them. So. That's it. Oh no, it's so much, there's so much to be said for having those little little bits and pieces and little two-minute songs in the back pocket. There there's so another fun. great one, which is if you YouTube, uh, it's a Slovenian choir Ooh. called Perpetuum Jazil, and they did a video years ago again of Africa, Toto's mm-hmm. Africa, a cappella. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they start off by doing the storm. The body percussion rainstorm. Yeah. yeah. And it's oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, with the rubbing of the hands yeah. and the clicking of the fingers. Brilliant. I did that with senior infants. Oh, wow. And they absolutely nailed it, mm-hmm. you know? And they start with the rubbing the hands and then mm-hmm. there's clicking. And then and you're giving different people different parts. So they're yeah. harmonizing with each other as well. Mm. They jump up and down for the thunder part. And there's, yeah. sure, there's a performance you could yeah, amazing. do at any assembly you needed to, you know? With any yeah. class. You know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay tuned, my school. Yeah, it's gonna be coming to you <laughs> over the next few weeks. Assembly prep one oh yeah. one. One of us will do it. Who'll <laughs> steal it first? Who's up next? Yeah. Madeline, is there anything else you would say about music? Just don't be afraid of it, and yeah. remember, you're doing more music in your classroom than you actually realise. So you're already a pro. Yeah, <laughs> I love Pretty that. Much, yeah. Do you know what? So I've said this to Madeline many times. So in case you haven't guessed, I don't know if we said at the start, the three of us work in the same school, mm-hmm. and I've heard your children in your class talking about your classroom, and I'm like, and I've said it to them, and I've said it to the other class. I'm like, listen, if there's any class that I'd want to be in, it's Miss Files's class, a hundred percent. Like God. I don't know why. I just said that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing it out. Just throwing it out there. Not you. No, I'm joking. No, you obviously have to be in your class too. But I'd love to be in Madeline's class. And I don't know why because I'm so grumpy in the classroom. No, 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 no. This is like when Jane says she gives out to her students and it's like, 
So what you mean by giving out is doing fake opera singing and having them laugh singing with you. Singing at them in a vaguely know? irritated tone. Again, I'm only jealous because I have to give out to my students and you apparently don't. They'll run and get you if they left. If, if you left, if I left my classroom, there is no way any of them would come after me. So they'd be too scared, you know. They'd be like, oh, Mr. O'Connor's angry now. He's gone off to risk to make you <laughs> Just doing that outside, singing to himself. Self-soothing with body percussion. Yeah, exactly. Singing oh, to activate that vagus nerve and get into rest and oh, digest. Listen, tell you, we're all going to Vegas. Go to rest and digest there. <laughs> Madeline, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. No, it's been a pleasure. I've had so much fun. Thank you for asking me. And we haven't laughed at all, in case. No. It's no, very serious. No, in case you can... Yeah, Deadly just, serious. Just, yeah, super yeah, cold. Cold as ice. In know? fact, I've actually walked out a few times and neither Hugh or Madeline have come after me. But I brought myself back in. But no, thank you so much for coming on. I think everyone can agree that we've all learned something new. And even just like the enthusiasm you have for music is so refreshing. So I know I've certainly learned a lot and I'm sure our hundreds and thousands of listeners have also learned a lot. So thank you, Madeline. Make sure to listen to our previous episodes. We've lots of them on all sorts of different subjects. Madeline, maybe you'll come back on again, you know? If if you'll have me back, if I wasn't too rowdy. If you're not (laughs) traumatised, it has been a lot. The last hour has been a lot. So um, so yeah, thank you. true. Madeline and I have to get going to a music rehearsal. Thank you for listening to That'll Teach You. Check out our other episodes and follow us on Instagram at That'll Teach You Podcast. You can also follow Jane's Instagram, Teach your page at the mindful teacher with two underscores after it madeline do you have a favorite band or artist do you know what a student of mine asked me that the other day and i couldn't answer i panicked i always panic when i get that question okay do you want to panic more okay oh no so this is this is a game i play with um with people if you could only listen to five songs basically it's desert around this but five songs Five songs. So we're not going to wait for my <laughs> answer now. What we're going to do is get it and we'll put it up on Instagram. Maybe we'll make little Spotify playlists with each of our oh, five songs. Oh, cute. That'd be nice. Although, even though Jane is unbelievably militant about getting five songs from people, when you ask her, she's like, well, there's eight of them, actually. <laughs> I was going to say, because I've just finished editing the ABBA episode of my other podcast, Amazing. Legitimate Likes. So please go and listen to that. We've also got episodes on the Beatles, on singing, on school. Might actually have to listen to one of them now. Yeah, listen, one of listen, them. listen to the ones with me. Get okay. my get my right. one my my um listens up. Yeah, exactly. And you can find that at legitimate likes. But yeah, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.